0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: I'd say once a week, I have that feeling on some topic somewhere, like, you know what I'd really like to know more about? Insert thing.
2: And then I realize, yeah. It doesn't last very long. I'd
1: have to go to the internet. I'd have to get some books. I'd have to, you know, it just seems like a lot of work. I just think I'll just continue to be ignorant. I'll I'll just be one of those guys that wishes I knew things about astronomy, for instance. I think it would be great, but... You All know, right, so what's on that math list? Involved. So
2: there's astronomy, there's um wanting to uh ride a bike, right? You want a a motorcycle? A motorcycle. For sure. Um what else is on there? What's your level of interest from like a from like a physical standpoint?
1: Oh, it, that's a great example. Like mm-hmm. there
2: at least twice a day. Mm-hmm. At least twice a day. Like, what, okay, but what do you say? Do you say, "Man, you know, it'd be really cool to do um uh, a triathlon
1: not, not that extreme okay but what i what i will do is you know what i'm gonna try to do i'm gonna try to get out and do a hike three times a week nothing crazy just you know up up some hills down some hills get your sweat Great. going yeah get your heart banging do you have good
2: hikes around your I, area tons
1: within a 10 minute walk of me i can be in in a fairly i don't want to say rural but it, uh it's not developed you get hills brush hill dirt trail it's fun yeah. right mm-hmm. and i get home and i'm like yeah but first i'm gonna make a sandwich and then it's over and then the sa- the sandwich happens, and the yep. sandwich is good. It's Really good. And yep. Like you know,
2: I've already had a sandwich. Yeah, that I probably have didn't some need. chips with it. There you go. Now I'm gonna have a chip. You want something and- salty with yes. it. Yes. You and see then it's you get like, me? Well, I'm I work in sports, so I might as well sit down for a quick second and just take a look, see what's going on with Sports Center, what's going on with ESPN. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you're now starting to look at the time, and you're starting to say, "Well, now I can't I have go. a family. I can't. I go. have to make sure that I provide for them, help them out with dinner and everything else." And the next thing you know it's seven thirty, and who's gonna go out hiking that late at night? <laughs>
1: exactly. so you understand me. I do that twice a day. Every every see here's what happens. I leave here, I start driving home. Sure. And I think I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna change my shoes, and put on a pair of shorts, and I'm gonna go, go right out there. Right? Yep. But then I drive by Los Colandrinas and they sell burritos there, yep. and they're the size of a shoebox. And this. and I wanna have that. But instead. it hasn't
2: stopped you yet. However, you're going to have a small child in your stomach yeah, by the time you get home because... Now burrito. it'd be a health
1: risk. I could drop and then I could be in trouble. What's the suggestion?
3: Okay, so, Trav, what you need to do, because you do work close to, like, you know, Griffith and stuff, yeah. you bring your stuff here mm-hmm. so you don't go home, so you go to Griffith, you do it really quick, and then you go home.
1: Have you and Susan been communicating? No. Because that is exactly what she says. <laughs> that That is exactly... Please? No. They're on a text you, you need to You need to take your stuff with you. Do not yep. come home. Mm. You need to go straight to where whatever it is you want to do do not come of course it's smart but it also would
2: mean i'd have to do it this way i have all these built-in i don't know i kind of like i kind of like your game plan better i I feel like like there's you know you're you're the you're the dad of the house right you're the man of the house and i think you have a responsibility always itching in you i got to make sure i get home and make sure everything is kind of properly going and then i'll go out for my hike
1: yes i agree I, i i look if i'm nothing if not a giver Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm here to make sure that everybody else has all of their needs satisfied before my own. That's that's what's basically burrito, what I'm best known for. What's the burrito spot called? Lost Colandrinas. How good is F- it? It's terrific. It's terrific. What's every your, time I walk through there, I'm like, I know I'm in exactly the right what, place. What
2: do you tell? Me? Just give me, just give me some details. Like, what's, what's, what do you So do
1: they have, I, I get a traditional carne asada burrito. Okay. Typically, every once in a while, a few rolled tacos thrown what, in there rice just for in the ride burrito home, or no? I don't, I'm not a huge rice I, in my burrito you. guy. I'm With you, if, yeah. if you're putting rice in the so burrito, so got I think a little, a little bit got of a a little guacamole. There. There. We got carne asada. We've got some black beans. Some we've pico got, de gallo, got some. I like salsa verde, as opposed to pico de gallo, in there. um I don't like cheese in my burrito. Maybe sometimes a little cabbage in there
2: just just let me know, you know that's kind of interesting not, you know. I, I could do without cheese too yeah no, don't have to i have don't it. need to have not in a burrito not in a burrito no i I'm yeah. a quesadilla okay sure. i get Tomales? it tamales put a little
1: cheese over the top of there well, what, what about an all-meat uh, burrito I, i've done it and it's it's okay but just, does it feel naked it it feels all like meat i want a
2: burrito as in like just a little onion maybe a little, cilantro. little
1: onion, cilantro maybe a little bit of salsa but just enough to keep it all together
0: what about potatoes
1: not bad not I bad. I like it in
0: certain situations. They have to be crispy. They have to be right.
2: Well, the that's the California burrito, right? The French. Uh,
1: fries, yeah, the but some fries. you know breakfast burrito with some shredded potatoes in there. Get out of here. Who says no? Not you. Not me. I gotta have anyone. guac in my burrito. Yeah, I have that's have that. Good. sure. Yeah. I'm not mad. We can do. We, Sour we can do little, little little. You know who loves spice? Greg Bergman. Bergman loves
2: spice. <laughs>
1: Jalapenos sure. and habaneros. Love and spice. Everything <laughs> else along the way. Okay, I have a question for you, Laura. Right. We uh, Emily had a very good idea right out of the jump. Um, we should do an Ask Laura today. Are you up for it?
3: Yeah, I'm down.
1: Okay, so 12-15, let's do, let's do an Ask Laura. So you can start sending them to me. Just just send them to my Twitter handle, at Travis Rogers. You can send them to Al's as well. But we'll uh, we'll put them together. And Laura's filling in for Taylor today. They did a little uh, shift swap I'm gonna today. I'm going to pick a one too, Laura. Yeah, we'll, we'll come all come with around it. with yeah, one. We with. will all come around with one. Okay. ESPN now that, Radio. Now we got that settled. I just want to make sure that yeah, she's okay with it. I don't like to put people yeah, on the great. spot. Now, had you said no, I would have very aggressively tried to talk you into it, but I'm glad that you said I'm a, yes. I'm a
3: good team sport, you know? You
1: are. And, when, and I feel like you're kind of an open book. I feel like I, you're I, willing I to share. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I, I
1: had a feeling that, that that was the truth for you. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. A little late-ask Slee, better late than never. Gardena and Manuel. Manuel, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up?
2: Oh, uh, fellas. Hey, man. I hope you had a great weekend. So uh, I was trying to get in on Friday with this because
0: it's a little Friday the 13th theme. So worlds have collided. The alternate universe has become reality. And Slee finds
2: himself smack dab pitted up against one of these three gentlemen. So I want to know who he's taking his chances with. Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, or Michael Myers? Ask
1: me. Thank you, Manuel. So you got Jason with the hockey mask. You've got that dude scares me. Michael Myers, who apparently is indestructible, yeah, guy, and then you got Freddy Krueger with the knives on his glove. It's a lot of it's, it's not a lot of good options there.
2: Is Freddy smaller? I don't than think the other so. Guys? No, I don't the, think that's so. Not good. Yeah. He's, he's definitely more skinnier. Walking around with knives. Yeah, he's
1: a little. He's a little leaner. Yeah, <laughs> little leaner. Michael Myers seems like the biggest of the guys. Like he's probably your your four. You think he's bigger than Jason, though? I in my yeah, I don't know why. I have I have absolutely no evidence to back this I've, up. It Feels like J- if Jason's awesome, like six ten or something. He's <laughs> <easier> <laughs>
2: four. It's like a Jaron Jackson Jr. His footwork's yeah, good, but he's yeah. still got a lot that he's got to work on. Yeah, not great speed. Um, who's slowest? Ah, uh, I want
1: to say Mike, Michael Myers. Michael Myers, is the yeah, slowest. but he's
0: definitely the scariest.
1: He might be. He, 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 I don't know if any. They're, they're all pretty terrifying.
2: Well, I don't want anything to do with Freddy Krueger. He's got the knives. Yeah, he's got the knives.
1: Doesn't, but Michael, who has an axe? Is that Jason? That's Jason. That's Jason. Yeah.
2: We'll go Mike Myers, Michael Myers. <laughs> Michael
1: Myers usually has a knife, yeah. a big knife. Jesus. But he moves kind of slowly. Kinda slowly. Like does. I feel if Jamie Lee Curtis could outrun him, you've yeah. got a chance.
2: I mean, <laughs> the one that had but
1: no one can outrun him. those guys in a movie. That's what makes it, you know, the movie in the movie. Well, they always stop. If they kept going, yep. they'd probably get away, and but they're they stopped to like, catch their breath. Uh, what
2: was the commercial? Was it Geico where they're like, hey, let's go into the <laughs> yeah. garage where all the knives are hanging and hide here.
0: Exactly. Just Fuck. scream, help, quietly.
2: and and don't have sex that's the
1: other way they always get you when you're messing around that's a that's an automatic kill in a horror movie You're 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 going
2: down all right you wanted to talk about the dodgers and whether you've been trying to convince me to get worried for a while and i don't want to do it it's not trying to i'm not trying to make you worried i'm just trying to throw some facts your way and then you tell me if this is a concern or it's not are dodgers in first place in the nls yes they are okay I don't think any surprise or shock there. The only news about the Dodgers is if they're not living up to expectations. If they're living up to expectations, then there really isn't much of a conversation. 20% through the season, the Dodgers have uh, technically tied with the Padres in the NL West, even Mm -hmm. though they're up half a game on the loss column. And then the uh, Giants are a game and a half back of uh of the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And you just look actually look at the whole division. I think Dave Roberts was saying this yesterday. It's the best division in baseball, he would argue. Yep. No team is below five hundred. Colorado's got the worst record at seventeen and seventeen. Does it concern you at all that it's this tight in the NL West twenty percent of the season through? Not even Nothing. one iota, okay? no. Okay. And you know why I bring that up? I only bring that up because last year Listen, they didn't win the division. They won 106 games, Mm -hmm. all right? So it's it's fair to say that they had a great season, but they didn't win the division. But one thing that you kept mentioning as the season was progressing is, hey, I think these guys, you're better off saving them for the playoffs than having them run out of gas. They ended up running out of gas. Mm -hmm. So what you don't want this year, I'm assuming this is the thought process with the Dodgers, just don't be in a divisional race by the time you get to September 1st. Is that safe to say?
1: Yeah, it's just so far down the road to that's try you to got project that a little bit of point. a cushion. I, yes, you would like them to have a cushion, yes.
2: Okay. Um, so that's where they are standings-wise. Number one record in the NL West, but you got some teams right on your heels. Mm-hmm. What do you think of their pitching? Right now, if I, if I said, hey, you're going to walk with this, what you've seen so far as far as the Dodgers pitching – you're going to take this into the postseason. I think it's safe to say you would say no. You can't take this to the postseason.
1: No, their, their pitching has been underwhelming to this point, but that's not the pitching that they're going to roll into the postseason with. I, I mean, it's just it's just not. If for whatever reason there was some rule change that said you had to freeze your roster on May 16th, then yeah, I would be worried. But there isn't. There, Clayton Kershaw may or may not be healthy by the time they get there. But I and he started off really, he, he looked really great. Well. He arguably yep. was their best pitcher through the I first twenty percent of the season. I have no nothing but faith in Urias. I have nothing but faith in Walker Bueller. Clayton Kershaw, if he's healthy, I think he's a really dangerous guy. He can go out there and do some work. Beyond that, they got some work to do. I don't know. Gonsolin, Mays coming back. You're gonna, They're going to make a deal. They're going to find
2: somebody else from another team. They're going to be a what different caliber, team. What caliber type of pitcher do you have to like, – well, Last look, year, yeah. they go out and get Scherzer. He was by far the the one in the market yep. that not only did you get him – but you stopped other people from getting
1: them. When they make moves, they, they very rarely make little small moves, especially when it's come to pick. You're talking about Darvish. You're talking about Scherzer. They go out and get a guy that can put you over the top, and we'll see what that looks like. You still have two more months before mm-hmm. you're really having these conversations in earnest. They, I, I want to go back to something you said. Have the Dodgers played well this year? Just generally speaking, have they been what you thought they would be? No, right? They—they—they're they're, like you said. Their pitching's a little bit below where you thought, especially their starting pitching of late this weekend. Yep. They have a lot of guys that are really struggling swinging the bat. Max Muncie is probably at the top of that list, and they have the biggest run differential in baseball. Mm. They're in first place in their division. They have the third best winning percentage in the National League, and they haven't hit their stride. So when they do, and they everybody does, everybody eventually goes to where you're supposed to go. They're going to run away with this thing. I really believe that. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna have a division race. I don't think they're gonna have to worry about. Hey, we're going into the playoffs, and we're gonna have to open a series with Alex Vezia as our opener. It's just, I don't think that's what's gonna happen. All right, how about Muncie? Muncie concern you at all? Okay, next topic. Yes, that that's the one. I was hoping that you would skip that, mm-hmm. but that's the one thing that feels buck 50, not good. Twenty percent through the season. It's Buck fifty. He's not dry. He's got three home runs. He only has seven extra base hits. They've played – how many games have they played, Al? Do you have in front of you? 33. Okay, so they played 33 games. He has seven extra base hits. That's not great. Okay, he's still getting on base at a decent percentage. Like, when you look at his on-base percentage, it's not terrible. But Max Muncy's way too good of a player to be batting a buck 50. That just doesn't make any sense at all. He's chasing a pitch here and there. Nothing crazy. Like I said, he's still walking, but – That is a guy that you thought, okay, put him third or fourth in your order. Let him have a double or two every couple of days. He'll he'll hit you 25 home runs. He's going to be just fine. I'm not saying it's going towards the Cody Bellinger thing because he's a much more disciplined hitter than Cody Bellinger is. But to watch a really good player like that not get hits is very strange. And I I don't have an explanation for you, but it's long enough to say, okay, now's the time. Because Mookie got off to a really crummy start, right? Mm -hmm. Mookie's fine now. Mm-hmm. Mookie's locked in Mookie's playing really well M- Mookie's Mookie Muncy
2: hasn't quite clicked in yet and it's it's something so the, the only thing I've really paid attention to it look this isn't going to happen all the time but they gave up nine runs against the Phillies then 12 then eight and then they got the win yesterday it's just their pitching is my question mark for them. Eventually, if that turns around, then it's not much of a conversation. I actually don't pay that much attention to their offense. Their offense probably could have won them a couple more games this weekend simply because you got the bases loaded, nobody out, or you got guys in scoring position. The pitching put them in, in a pickle, though. The, 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 that, that's what I'm saying. As long as your pitching does a decent job, you got enough hitters, you got enough people at bat that will take care of business. Here's, a, here's kind of a we'll never have this conversation. We actually usually don't have it. If you go look at the Angels and go look at their scores – it's three zero, three one, two nothing. are they are 10, 11 games over five hundred because of their pitching. That's not. That's not saying that you know Trout and Ward and some of these other guys aren't completely killing the ball or doing what they're doing. But it's the it's the uh, it's the random one that it's their pitching that's carrying them. Did
1: you see the home run Otani hit yesterday?
2: Yeah, I mean, it. The, Oakland is is a weird ballpark. It's, what they say like nine was ninety seven. It, how how it,
1: the. I'd never seen a ball land up there before. I've, I've seen him hit a lot of, but this the, the dead center heat,
2: field. He on it. just turns on
1: it. He, he, I still don't know how to properly describe what it is you're looking at. when you're Well, watch then he'll get 10 baseball. strikeouts. That's what well. I mean. I, I just cannot wrap my head around. Angels, do I, hold on. Angels are good. Are they? Are they good? I, I It feels weird to say it out loud, but they might be good, Al. The Angels might I really be want good. want them to be.
2: I really want them to yeah. be good. I really do. Like, I'm, I'm really rooting for them to have some meaningful games in September. I really am. I want Otani
1: to be, be on that stage. I want Trout to be on that stage. I want to see what that looks like when you're facing the best teams. 24 and everything 13. Everything about it. They're good. They're for now. I, I think I think they deserve a. The Dodgers are okay for now. The Angels are really good for now. We'll see how that. I have a feeling we're going to get a little bit of a teeter totter yeah, thing going right. on yeah. with those two. All right. Make sure you send us your ask, Laura's. We're going to do that at twelve fifteen. She's in for Taylor today and Slee. There's a question that apparently is being asked to some Laker coaching candidates. It's pretty interesting. That's next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's a pretty nice bat, So Badass 33-inch bat. 33-inch classic Louisville Slugger. It's yep. got my name uh, engraved into the barrel and mm-hmm. then has Go Gauchos also put engraved into the barrel. <laughs> Maybe on the other side. There's plenty of room on the other side. No, Yates hooked me up big no, time. Yates came G- gave you the bottle Man of um, Basil Hayden, yep. right? Good bottle of bourbon. I think I beat you, though. I think this is better. I think this is uh, one of the nicest things anybody's ever given me. Thank you, Clinton. I'm. I hey, Clinton. Thank you so much. Well, that's messy. I, I, what's my Matthew Stafford voice? There's something in between. I got. I got to find the the halfway point for those. Throw yeah, me a few pitches, that's, Lee. Let's play pepper left in there.
2: here. My left-handed slider is just unhittable. I'd like to see it. I'd un-hittable. Like to it. I think I think I can barrel it up. No, it's just because I literally it's unhittable because I could not get it across the plate.
0: <laughs> He left-handed. is swinging this bat around the studio. He was threatening Alan. It looks like almost pointing yes. the bat at Alan. Yes. I'm,
1: I have full control of this bat. There, there is absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm basically like a combination of Tony Gwynn, Rod Carew, Ichiro, yep. George Brett, I'm Ted just, Williams. I'm Ted Williams, yep, sure. Maybe a little bit less pop than Ted Williams, but mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I'm ready sure. to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look, and this is me holding the bat the wrong way. If mm-hmm. I put it the right-handed, the correct way, now I'm going to look about like Albert, Hank Aaron looking pitching yesterday. Yeah, you you like that, didn't you? I watched the whole inning. You're not that interested in my bat. I, I don't. I now that you don't like my bat makes me like it more.
2: I, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> I'm not sure what you want me to do. Talk about my bat. It's a badass. Tell shot. me what I'm you not, like most about it. I'm not, I'm not it. kidding. I'm not kidding. It is a. Well, make me come over there. Perfect, <laughs> perfect gift that you can give somebody. It's, it's awesome. like and giving it to you. This is not you know you gave me that bat. It's like, okay, that's cool. That'd I need to hell. figure out where to put that. Like,
1: where, where do I put such a it's thing? It's got to
2: be something displayed. You know, if you ever do something that you, you have a TV hit you're going to do. Yeah, or like a little Zoom background, YouTube, whatever. Right? Yeah, it's got to be displayed there.
1: I need, like, to Don't Zoom in on my name, though. You, the People just think it's a random bat. It's my bat. It has my name. I'm basically like Ken Griffey Jr., we look That's a lot alike. We say. swing the bat. We say. run alike, throw alike. Not too many things. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com.
2: So, Funches and I, uh, to the restroom together this time.
1: Did you guys race back? Basically, like 100-yard dash? Literally sprinted. Weird. Coat hands and everything.
2: It, Laura, I know you say it's weird, but it's uh, just timing sometimes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. Y'all think uh, that? Travis and I mm. do this probably four or five times a week. Me and we'll Laura <laughs> will go, go together, together four next Four times time. a week. Yeah. 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 It's it happens a lot at this radio <laughs> station. And then we're in a hurry to get back. Um, well, one of
1: us needs to stay behind now because it feels like it's one of those base camp situations yeah. that if one person goes, the the other person might not make it back in time, so we have to anchor. That's how it goes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Bunches. Nice guy. Do you do any TV this weekend? Uh, Saturday.
1: Yeah. Or is that like a regular thing now? Do you just do it every Saturday?
2: Not regular, but I've done it, I think, four weeks in a row. Yeah. Four, four Saturdays in a row. How much
1: they pay you to do that?
2: <laughs> Millions. I would bet. I would Millions. Bet. I mean,
1: that's good gig. What did you guys talk about this weekend?
2: Um, everything, literally. Every single thing that you LaCrosse. can think of. Did the uh, Kings preview to Game 7? Uh, I know.
1: 2 nothing Game 7.
2: Um, Angels, Dodgers, Lakers coaching search, NBA playoffs, the whole thing. Literally no. Everything.
1: Do you guys ever go ask Slee on the Jim Hill show? I yeah, know that Geeter's yeah. bringing it to Spectrum. Yeah,
2: been, it hasn't got to Jim yet. It hasn't <laughs> got to Jim yet. I'm going to have to
1: reach out. I'm going to have to, I, did, I don't know. Jim's not on a ton of social media, I don't think, but uh, I'm going to find him. I, I will find Jim and we're going to bring Ask Slee sure to the if TV he does, show. Uh, we'll figure he's it on out. Social. If you are a candidate for the Lakers uh, head coaching vacancy okay. and you go into a meeting, the reports are that one of the questions that you were being asked when you go in there is how would you use Russell Westbrook? Is this a trick question? Is 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 because it feels like one of those things. Well, how would I use him? I wouldn't. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like that you're they're trying to do one of those. If a rooster lays an egg on the roof of a house, which way does it roll? Well, a rooster doesn't lay eggs. You're you're trying to get that answer right. It, that it isn't. Will I play him off the ball more? Or more. It's no. We're not going to use him. Right? This is a trick question.
2: I'm not buying what they're selling. Okay, and and this came up in a conversation last week, or maybe it was Bill Orme that had his article in The Athletic, and the conversation was pretty much like, look, you have to at least pretend that you want Russ back. You have to at least pretend that, hey, give LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russ uh, another opportunity. Give them more than 21 games and with the right coach, and Vogel didn't use him the right way, and if the right coach comes in, all of a sudden this dynamic could be different. I get what's out there. I'm just not buying it. and It's simple as that. Now, that that doesn't mean that there isn't a scenario that could play out where Russ is on the Lakers this upcoming year. No, it definitely True. can happen. So I don't think the question is um, – I don't think it's a random question. I'm sure there's a, a potential head coach saying, well, I hope I don't have to deal with that, or maybe not. Maybe there's a coach out there, yeah, I could I could work with these three personalities. But if you're trying to sell me that – Russ is going to come back to the Lakers because that's what the Lakers want. I'm not buying that. Just not buying that.
1: I'm not buying it either. But I, I do wonder if there isn't one of those. like it, we've, we, You've interviewed for jobs. You've probably interviewed other people for jobs, right? You, you, you ask some questions to see what their response is, not how they solve the problem, but just can they, do they have a BS detector. Do they have that thing? Like, well, now that's a that's a joke, right? Or or something that makes you go, well, actually, I wouldn't do it like that. You want to see if they can speak truth to power, so to speak? And I wonder if that's not one of these. Like, look, I'm just telling you right now, I'd love to have this job, but if he's, if you're bringing him back for another year, then I really don't see a situation where those three pieces fit together. Maybe they're looking for a little truth to power moment. Because I'm I'm with you. There, there wasn't there wasn't a moment last year. Where you're looking at it saying, it just needs more time. There wasn't. It was, this just doesn't work. And there's a difference between those two things. Doesn't work Mm -hmm. is doesn't work. And more time is, I don't know if it doesn't work. I think everybody that watched that knows that it doesn't work. That's a weird question. Unless it's designed to sniff out
2: BS. I I was going to say, if you're a, if I'm interviewing for the Laker job and that question comes up to me, I also don't think I could sit back, even if I felt like, hey, I, I can't make Russ, LeBron, and Anthony Davis work, and I don't think it's going to work, I wouldn't give that answer. Why not? I wouldn't give it because that could 100% be a scenario that even if the Lakers, in all of their might, do everything they possibly can to get rid of Russ this offseason, he could eventually be back on the roster. Sure. And that Still doesn't mean it can work. It doesn't mean it can work, but also the I'm waving the white flag that I don't want to try to make no, it the work. The answer
1: is I'm not going to play him very much. To, to your point, it's, hey, how do you make this work? I don't think I can. I don't think these pieces complement one another. And then, because you're right, it could be, yeah, we think so too, but you do realize there's an, there, there's a circumstance where he's back. What would you do? And the answer could be, well, I just wouldn't play him very much.
2: Or the answer could be, you know what, guys, I, I watched all those games that he did play. I think Russ, at this stage of his career, maybe coming off the bench is the best thing that can happen. Maybe by doing this, that, that could be more of the conversation. I, I just keep falling along the same thing. The way I look at it is if you're trying to paint a picture of, hey, you know what, this thing still has some juice in it, I don't think anybody's buying it. I don't think fans are buying it. I personally don't even think the Lakers front office is buying it, and I think other organizations know no, nah, they're kind of desperate because if Russ does come back, that does, that's probably not going to be the solution. That doesn't mean that they won't move him or they can't move him. It's just going to be difficult to do so. Let's
1: try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Simi Valley and Rick. Rick, you're on with Travis Lee. Slee. What's up, Rick? Hey, guys. Uh, thank you very much for taking the call. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's reports that there's uh, – uh, Monty Williams said something that uh, there was something internal about DeAndre Ayton, why he didn't play a lot of minutes last night. Mm-hmm. And there's some talk about um, some difficulty, maybe with his contract extension, and I'm just wondering what you guys thought about a trade for AD for DeAndre Ayton, and uh, even Russ for Chris Paul. I mean, the um, the owner over there in uh, Phoenix is cheap, so I don't know. Uh, just like to get your thoughts on that.
2: I appreciate uh, appreciate you calling in. Just um, let me play this one out here, okay? Deandre, in age-wise, obviously much younger than Anthony Davis, and you start kind of paying close attention to: well, is AD going to be able to play more than fifty percent of the season, sixty percent of the season, seventy percent of the season? Mm -hmm. I think that's always going to be a question mark at AD, and and you know the only way that gets answered is he starts. It's only if he starts playing more games down the road. So. I think a team like the Phoenix Suns would probably pump the brakes on something like that because they're saying to themselves, I got this young guy who's got a lot of potential. Maybe he never has the potential that Anthony Davis has, but I don't know how many games AD is going to play. The Chris Paul part of it for Russ. Why would Phoenix ever do that? They wouldn't. Exactly. That's the the simplicity. The only only way something like that happens is if they decided we're going to blow it up, we don't want... Chris Paul on this team anymore. We're going to try to get rid of contracts and stuff yeah. like, that. It's something like that. They're
1: still a really good team. I, I the, the Hitting the detonator and blowing the whole thing up seems like... The, the, I'm going to go in reverse order. Paul for Westbrook... The, Paul is so much better than Russell Westbrook at this point. It's not even close. That mm-hmm. No team that's trying to win now would ever do something like that. It's that. That one's off the board. Paul's just that much better of a player than Russ now. The other one is... If I'm the Lakers and and I if I'm Rob Palenka Jeannie Bus my my phones are open hit me with whatever you want I'm sure. gonna, I'm gonna think about everything that you have out there nothing is off the table throw throw some scenarios at me and I'll think about it but moving AD now you're you're selling it at an absolute low right they're 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 He's never been less valuable than he is right now because of health, because of unknowns, because of all of these things. That if you would have said this conversation coming out of the bubble when they won, he's on the short list of best player in the league. That was only two years ago.
2: It wasn't that long ago. Do you think ago. a lot of GMs feel that way? What? Like, do you do? You think that you'd be so there, low? There's an unknown to Anthony Davis right now because you just literally don't know how many games he's sure. going to play. But I'm sure there's also a lot of teams out there that think, hey, if AD – I mean, if we had A.D. on this team and the way we would use him and and the way this and that and blah, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if there's 10 teams in the NBA that say A.D.'s available. Okay, let let us let us give this some true thought. You know what I mean? Like there's always teams
1: that. Well, I think there'd be people that are interested in him. But what are you getting back the other way? Are you getting 50 cents on the
2: dollar? I mean, as far as like. It makes it, it makes it very easy if you were, right? To say, okay, well, there's nothing there. But right. I think there'd be some teams that would say, no, we'll, we'll give up some real value for Anthony Davis. So if
1: you're going to get him now, though, you know, we'll continue this conversation. This is a good conversation. Like if you were going to entertain the idea of moving him, what would you have to get back coming the other way? Because to want him, you'd have to be going short term, right? To win now. That's why you would acquire a player like Davis. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a totally different can of worms. We'll get into that. But we got Factor Cap coming up next. Do you have a regrettable tweet out there, Slee? Not the Quinn Snyder one. That's next. I'm going to
2: retweet that right now.
1: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code
0: 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. So, going to muscle through this and going to eat better tomorrow. We got tomorrow. your back. We got your back. Don't worry. So, um, Stephen A. Smith uh, had this whole tweet about kind of... Saying all the bad things with the Suns. And so he tagged the wrong Devin Booker. So he mm. was going off about Devin Booker, said he wasn't showing up, tagged a different guy that plays in the European League. So you have sent a regrettable tweet. Travis, Patrick
2: Maybe he's talking about that guy in the EuroLeague. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> he's a huge he's going after the Greek League or something.
1: Um, like to another person or just something I wish I could have back, generally speaking?
0: So if you, if you wish you could just have it back.
1: Yeah, I think we probably all. Have. I don't have anything like off the top of my head specific, but I'm sure I don't. I don't send stuff to people very often. I will have exchanges where I'll, somebody will send me something, we can go back and forth, but that's not really my my lane. But but have, I'm you, sure have you ever something tweeted somewhere.
2: something and said ah, I shouldn't have tweeted
1: that? No, not really. No, I mean I, 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 now that I say that, maybe somebody could comb through the thousands of tweets I've sent and find something. I'm sure there's something out there that's not great. I, I've but.
2: definitely done for Laker games. I will. Let's say halftime or the game ends, and I try putting up. West Russ had X amount of points. AD blah blah blah, and I've had times where I was so far off. I don't know what I was reading. I don't know what I was reading. <laughs> like I said, Braun had twenty seven, and he had thirty three. And, yeah, but that's
1: just an error. That's not necessarily regrettable, right? Like, there would you be
2: regret sending. Well, yeah, And then you're looking at your feed, and everybody is just talking I get about it. What you said. I'm
1: trying to defend you. That doesn't like regrettable is if the Lakers hire Quinn Snyder, it'll be the worst decision they've ever made in the history of the franchise. We'll fight out. And then they hire him,
2: and he goes on and wins two championships. Like that that's could be teams. regrettable. Yeah, but, but just you know, it's funny. Had
1: Twenty-eight, and you wrote twenty. But that stuff, man, that
2: stuff, I that stuff wouldn't bother me. Like getting on freezing cold takes would be the coolest <laughs> thing ever, right? That stuff wouldn't bother me. It's more, hey, I shouldn't have said this to that person, or you're responding to somebody or something like that. I haven't had one of those.
0: You always those. have the ellipses, the end of your tweets, though. You're like, thank you. Dot dot dot. It's always, it's always looming. I always, I don't <laughs> like the dot dot dot. Alan, uh, Laura, do you have any regrettable tweets?
3: I mean, when you're drunk, you have a lot. See,
1: so. that's a bad idea, Laura. You need, you need to get like a breathalyzer on your phone after you've had
0: a few, so that doesn't happen. After
3: Laker games in this season, whoo, man, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah,
0: that was a few. All right. So uh, this weekend, I went to an Amazon Fresh store, which is one of those things now where you have to put your phone down. If yep. you have the app on your phone, you go in. There's no one that serves you. All you have Nothing. to do is swipe it when you come out. So you don't trust this method of shopping. Do you need uh, – Alan, find app.
2: Okay, so you look a little confused. I have no idea what you guys are All talking right, about. so basically you walk into – I went to one of these up in Seattle. Okay. And if I'm right, you don't have to – you just basically – let's say you have a little cart. You put everything you need Is in there. Is it a there. grocery store? It's a grocery yeah. store. Okay. Put everything you need in oh, there. grocery and store. And when you're done, you just walk out. Okay, and it will have correct. That's that's yeah. The, you have
0: to have your QR code up, yep. And then it tracks at what you put in, and then when you come out, you don't have to swipe. I went because I needed to, it. Gets so bad. They're building one right so, now in
2: Pasadena. Okay, yeah, they're building one right yeah, now. Yeah, so
0: but I don't trust it. I feel like I'm just okay, stealing. Okay, so
2: to answer it, um, I think it's okay for for the workers who you hate to see people lose, you know, their job or hey, do I need this person to do this anymore? But, bro, that's what it's going to be because imagine going into a store. And you don't have to do anything. All you're doing is putting all your groceries in and you walk right out. That's it. That's all it is. So you don't have to worry about scanning this, scanning that, sitting in a, in line, all that stuff. All that stuff is eliminated um, it's solid. It is really, really solid.
1: So, Emily, your objection is you're afraid like they're going to charge you for a couple of things that aren't in the cart or something yeah, like it's that. Like
0: I don't trust the technology. Like if I put it, if I put it in the cart and I put it back, but it's or like, like anything, right?
2: Like you're going to check you're your check, receipt. Yeah,
1: I was going to say once yeah. you go through it a few times and make sure that they didn't How jam you. How does Costco up, do that? So I, I know the uh some. Somebody explain this to me. They're looking for very specific things. They know what they're doing. It doesn't make sense to you. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But they're looking for very specific things on that receipt. They're looking in the in the basket or the cart yep. and they know what they're looking for and what's on the receipt they're not going through it thing line by line so it's not their deal
2: if i uh you know have a little uh, rotisserie chicken that wasn't in the mix you it's gonna might get by. be able to slide a rotisserie
1: okay. chicken through i don't know if you're sliding new tires through <laughs> you know, i think i think that, i right? think it's one of yeah. those things
2: that 2700 <laughs> flat screen tv oh no, no it's, it should be on there yeah
1: it's, i don't know i didn't ring it up um i yeah i think after a while look i'm very reluctant to try things like that until I try them, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the greatest thing ever!" And then I'm all in. It takes me about four seconds to get on board. No
2: lines, yeah. no nothing. You literally walk in, get everything you need, and then you get out of the store, and you were already charged. And
1: no, no, no more of those. Com- Ooh, it looks like somebody's making something good tonight. Can we just please ring us no, up you- so no. I can go home, please?
2: Just, I, I'm just trying to get. And home. And you also don't have to worry about the divider, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> the rubber tubing. All- yeah, Mart Demarco will be thrilled. No. No. All
0: right, so uh, I had nachos the other day. And uh, it was pretty messy, and there's some stuff that I just didn't get want to get, get on my hands. So it's acceptable to eat nachos with a fork. Fungus, Patrick cap.
1: Very acceptable. Fact. Um, sometimes you just don't want to get your hands messy, you know, and keep on, you know, licking your your tips of your of your fingers with the cheese. Trev? Are you sharing these or are these all yours? These are all mine. Okay. Uh, then, you, I mean, if you want to fork it up, then absolutely go for it. But if you're going with other people, you need to kind of scrape with a fork off on your little smaller plate. You can't keep going in with your fingers and collective nacho land, right? Because then, because you eat and you got that whole thing, like, you just got to have to scrape some stuff off. But if they're all yours, Emily, there's no wrong way to eat nachos. Hands, fork, right. knife, spoon, whatever you want. I don't
2: How? think I've ever used a fork. Eating nachos.
1: Get all the beans and the chicken and the cheese and the onions off
2: the but bottom of the plate. That oh, yeah. the whole, that's the whole purpose of my chip. What if you're out of chips? Well, I got to get more chips. <laughs> that's a good idea, too. But that's that's yeah. the whole purpose. I a good Where the chip is like soggy from the I cheese like, or whatever. I feel like the weapon that I'm using for the nachos, like a fork, I'm, I'm going to stab the chip and I'm going to end up, they're going to get too small. I, I much more prefer, let me use my hand. Let me let me put a, a certain amount of toppings that I want. I didn't get a jalapeno on that. Let me throw a jalapeno <laughs> on there. I feel like I don't. I don't feel like a fork is going to work for me.
1: You just kind of opened up a new whole world for me. Like order of nachos with a side of chips. <laughs> this is exciting. Like you could have a whole other wave of nachos waiting for you when all the stuff's down at the bottom of the bowl or the plate. I was still so when such she, a good when idea. She
2: explained her story at I think it was uh, a Dodger Stadium. Where they didn't put the double <laughs> layer of cheese. It was just cheese. cheese. <laughs> but did the double layer of cheese that they just put out. Come on, guys.
0: It was it was bad. But uh, these nachos were good. There was a lot. So,
1: Where were they from?
0: Uh, they are at this uh, restaurant in, we- in WeHo called Hamburger Mary's. Nice. Laura, you
2: feel me on this one? You feel me on the hands? Or are you using a fork?
3: Okay, first of all, clutch. I love Hamburger Mary's is yeah, awesome. Awesome. Um, I feel like I do have done the fork thing, but it's because there's so much yes. toppings. But... I got so much heat from it that I'm like I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Like I got so much. They're like. Because it like pizza you
2: with a knife and fork. Your fingers, you can I get in there. Oh, just shovel you it can't in. can't do that.
3: I've done the look. I had braces, so I used to cut my burgers with the knife and fork and eat them that way. And pizza. Mm. So sometimes you get used to it, and it took me a long time to unlearn that.
1: That's one of those things, too. Not that I've ever explored these sorts of things because, yes, you right. know, I, that's a way to slow down, too, is to eat everything with a knife You're and fork. You're supposed to put a fork right, down right. and like, breathe Eating and with actually your hands, take a second and enjoy the food. Right. Eat a bite of food, put yeah. the fork down, chew it, be mm-hmm. aware of chewing it, Watch an episode it, of Seinfeld, and then go back and another. But I could get in multiple bites with my hands. Right. I could just keep that's shoving right. it in. That's, that's a much right. more enjoyable experience. Yeah.
0: Alright, so this weekend the Calgary Flames after one of their triple overtime game um they won their triple overtime game, they were leaving the rink and a fan gave one of the players uh their beer and the guy chugged it and then kept on going back to the locker room. So if you had to Pretty party taller. with a certain type of a type of professional athlete, it would be a hockey
3: player. Laura, factor cap. Ooh, fact, those guys can drink. I yes, feel like they they're can. a good time. Yeah, yeah. Trev?
1: It's a really good choice. They're probably my number two. The guys that – so the guys that have kind of made a thing about it, but it's at hockey games because it's part of hockey culture – are the NFL offensive linemen? Those guys, chugging you know, the beers. they're chugging yeah. the beers and two at a time. And you saw some of the guys at the Rams parade getting after it. Yep. I think I'd no go. Lucky, I think it was a Bucks game. <laughs> right, had, like, right. I, well, the a uh, bunch of the Rams guys at the at the um, the Kings game the other day were there. They had a whole bunch of Rams yeah. players there. So I, I'm i going to go NFL O linemen followed very closely by hockey players. Hockey well, players know how to do it.
2: Funch, I think you and I are in the both. I think we're both in the same line of this. NBA players, they do pretty well, yeah, at, uh, at, at getting to the right place and spend. Yeah, see, I don't right want to do that. Yeah. I want to sit
1: around and pound and plus, beers. Half of them don't drink, so you well, can drink I, all their I, alcohol.
2: I don't want to pound beers. That's the other thing Because I think because they're drinking the hard liquor, I'd rather. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd rather. Or they're
1: drinking like Moet or something, yeah. some champagne. Yeah, like
2: what? How am I? I have an offensive lineman to my right taking down, uh, you know, <laughs> buckets of Bud. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I got nothing there. Football. At least James Harden and I, we can sit <laughs> just have a. Regular conversation of how not to play defense.
1: I think James Harden would have very little interest in what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, and that's not a use. But I'm just you, me. I don't know if James Harden. Harden has, and I we party all the time. Yeah, no, I believe that James Harden parties all the time. I've seen him play lately, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you guys were nah, stuck just, next to each other at the airport me. bar you if there's a lot of
2: common ground. Right Do you there? remember when uh, was it the Mavs who won the championship, and they went out to Vegas and did Mark Cuban spend? I don't know what he spent. He did oh, something gosh. stupid. It was yeah. oh no, actually, this was in Miami, but I think it was like I, I could be wrong. He had that
1: like, giant it was, bottle of champagne. That's what it was yeah.
2: I think he spent like three and four hundred grand or something like He's that. He's fine. It's, it's rounding. He'll it. be okay. One hundred and ten thousand dollars
1: in four hours. All right. So you know how tough the Ram schedule is, but I don't think you know how tough the Ram schedule is. I am going to try to illuminate just how impossible what they're being asked to do might actually be. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven hundred and ten ESPN. So here in Sedano, talk about the app right there. We were, I was playing golf with some friends this weekend, and my buddy Brad says to me, we, we weren't talking about work or anything like that. He just says, hey, who's ever responsible for that new app, good on that guy. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank he you, just. Man. But that's like so many unsolicited. So I that know. new app is so good. I,
2: mean, I had this idea, this vision. You remember, right? We were sitting there uh, six months ago at Coffee Bean. <laughs> I,
1: no, have, not really. You're going
2: to have to refresh my memory. I, I don't recall this
1: conversation as vividly as you do.
2: And I remember holding a very important meeting and asking everybody uh, what uh-huh. they thought of the idea. And then, you know, just uh, I know a couple tech guys, and then <laughs> it took over from there. <laughs> I can, yeah, it,
1: the, the point being is that it works, that you should put it on your phone, go to your app store, go to your Google Play clean, store, and the new ESPN LA app is sitting there right there for you, and it is fantastic. And Al, I don't know if there's anything you can say about anything better than, hey, guess what? That new thing works perfectly, <laughs> and that's what it does. No, th-
2: let me tell you, the, the, the perfect, anytime you're trying to get somebody to do something is when you don't even really feel like you have to say anything. It's like, just try it. You'll like it. If you don't like it that's okay, but there's no way that you're not going to like it. And then it just kind of speaks for itself right there.
1: It absolutely does. Okay, so um we talked we we knew that the Rams schedule was going to be tough, right? We knew that the Rams schedule was going to be the the most difficult in the league based on the winning percentage from a year ago. The ESPN, you know, they come out with their uh their their power rankings and all those sorts of things. The the first ones or at least the most recent ones just came out. And the Rams have the most arduous schedule you're going to want to think. Of. Here, You ready? The Rams are ranked number two in the power rankings. Okay. Okay, number two. Here's the, their, their opponents for this season. Who they put out number one? Buffalo. Okay, so they've Damn. got Buffalo number one. Okay. They play the number threes, four, five, s- seven, eight, nine, twice, 12, 13, and
2: 16. So Say, say the beginning again. Say the beginning again. They I want the to the count number... how many of the top 10 ranked teams.
1: Okay, one three four five
2: seven eight and number nine twice so eight of their of <laughs> their eight of their 17 games are against the top ten ranked teams in the NFL Frisco that's right. being twice that's right
1: okay San Francisco is number nine there mm-hmm. twice you've got Buffalo Kansas City Green Bay Tampa Bay uh and um I'm leaving one out um t- who did I forget Denver is in there as well that's how many good teams they play, and we, so um, we started talking about yeah, yeah. this this morning. This mm-hmm. idea of okay, I think the Rams are going to win ten or eleven games. That that feels that schedule is really really tough. But there's a scenario where not a million things have to go wrong, where you could be in a fight where you're uh, looking at nine and eight, oh. eight and seven, because that's there, there are other than Atlanta, Carolina, the Giants, and the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's four games. Maybe you got a couple against Seattle. It's a division game. Those are always weird. So those four games, you kind of say, okay, put those in. There's your four wins. Almost everything else, and give them one at Seattle. Give them five just in your back pocket. So now you've got 12 games left. You could easily split those. Mm-hmm. You could easily maybe be on the wrong side of a, of a six and five six and seven. And those, you
2: end up with 11 wins. Yeah, you but that's if you, that's the if you five, ace the other part of it. What you won't. That just no, never. just not NFL never used last season as it, it just doesn't happen
1: it's not a, a a stretch to say that to get to nine or ten is going to be a fist fight that's how difficult this schedule is
2: what What do you think is what do you worry about most with the rams this upcoming season I, let me kind of explain because i think you can say okay hey is the coach right yep you got the right quarterback no question about it Does the front office know what they're doing of course they do um but do you worry about a, a Super Bowl hangover? Do you worry that every team that you play, whether it's those eight games that you play versus top ten opponents, at least from ESPN's power ranking, every time you, whether it's a home game, road game, everyone is circling the Los Angeles Rams on this country, the Super Bowl champs. Sure. This is what comes with
1: it, right? Six primetime games. You get everybody's best shot on a primetime
2: game. What, what do you worry about most? Is it, Hey, I know they're talented. I know they have everything. Is it just it's because the schedule is so difficult, or are there other factors? You know
1: what it is, and this is this is going to sound like a weird answer, but I mean it sincerely. It's the law of averages, is what I worry about. What did we talk about last year? Right, every move that they tried popped. Mm-hmm. Right, hey, go get Von Miller, pop. Go get OBJ, pop. Go get this and guy or that. Doesn't have. Go that pick way. up Sony Michelle, pop. Like every time that you needed somebody to step in and do something, they did. I mean, it, it, and it really, worked. And, it it worked. and it worked, yeah, that, so look, you've watched sports for a long time. Like I have, like everybody listened to us probably has. If you bat 500 in those situations, that's really mm-hmm. good. They, they, they hit like eight fifty. Mm-hmm. So the law of averages is going to say that eventually these, and, and that's the part that when you look at this, I start to say, okay, you got to, because they were placing two fifths of their offensive line, including losing the biggest leader on their team and Andrew Whitworth. Okay, I know that Joe Nopum played a lot. I know that he's going to slide in there, but you've got a you can't
2: replace a guy like that
1: at, at left tackle. You've got a guard position that may go to a, a rookie, may go to one of your guys who's been a so. Let's just say both of those guys aren't terrible, but they're. 15% less than the guys that they're replacing. Okay, now you're 30% worse on your offensive line. Let's say Allen Robinson isn't quite as good as we expect him to be, but he's a little bit less, and you miss OBJ, and you miss Robert Woods, and it's not quite there. And Cooper Cup doesn't have a triple crown sure. year, but rather he's just pretty good. A really good which, wide receiver, like, but they're, they're just,
2: fa- focusing more on him. It's and, yeah. that law of averages, Al.
1: Honestly, just that, the, that backing up of a little thing. And it doesn't have to be all of them. Just a couple of them come back to earth. They caught a bunch of good bounces in the playoffs last year, and
2: good for them. That's how you
1: have to win championships, but you don't catch a good bounce every single season. That's why I asked the
2: question, because that is off a normal schedule. If if you didn't have the toughest schedule in the NFL, Trav, everything you just said is accurate, right? That can happen. You win a Super Bowl, and um, things maybe uh, that all went your way last year just naturally doesn't happen. The law of averages— But on top of that, you have the toughest schedule in the NFL. On top of that, every single week, it seems like you have. And a lot of those tough games are going to be on the road, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that kind of combination, I'm curious what happens. You know, and and, and would I be surprised if the Rams won 12 games this year? There'd be a little bit of surprise just because how tough the schedule is. But it wouldn't be shocking. This is Super Bowl champ. But would I be surprised that they won I guess I'd be surprised if they won nine. If they went nine and eight, I'd be surprised. I
1: I think it's this, right? Two things can be true at the same time. Are they good enough to win 12 or 13 games? Yes. Is the schedule hard enough for them to only win nine or ten games? Yes. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Because, look, Buffalo's number one. The Rams are number two. Tampa's number three. They play both of those teams. KC's four. They play them. Green Bay's five. They play them. By the way, they play the three, four, five teams all on the road. (laughs) <laughs> the Rams have Tampa's to be- on the road. KC's yep. on the road. Green Bay's on the road. Yep. Then you get the Chargers at seven, the Cowboys at eight. Both of those games are at home. Chargers technically a road game, but whatever. Cowboys at home. And then you got two with San Francisco. One there, one there. This more than half of those are away from SoFi Stadium. You're the, the hangover is real. Yeah. It, it is real. I don't, it's one of those things. I don't care how hungry you think you are. When you're chasing, you're not as hungry if you're the guy that already ate.
2: That, You're just not. That Charger um home game, more Charger fans, Rams fans, Niners or Raiders?
1: <laughs> uh Jacksonville Jags. That the Jackson like the, there, there's a couple of teams that come into town yeah. that just have no sizzle at all. Yep. The Jacksonville game last year was so weird. Like you saw one or two Trevor Lawrence, maybe a couple of Maurice Jones Drew. Around no, there, we're not we're not flying out no. there to see nah. This, nah. this. and nobody from Jacksonville crap. is here, or not many. San Francisco, by the way, that's a really good question. Yeah, at so it's a Charger home game mm-hmm. against the Rams.
2: More Viking fans. Yeah,
1: is it fifty fifty?
2: no i, th- I think, you think the rams, rams the rams
1: yeah. but the rams fans don't roll like know, that That's true too they, they don't really i, I roll. think more
2: rams i don't think it will be crazy but i think more rams fans i think
1: let's get there that's late in the season all all of their really really dicey ones are in that last Is that the final the game uh about it's no second to, last. second to last yeah but it's, it's i got an update
2: for you about something in the kitchen
1: okay we'll do it next yeah. it's Travis Lee, seven ten espn and